0: Well, here we are, Tim. Lovely to see you again. There's a bit of a festive feel in the air.
1: There is, Mark. We're, uh, what, the fat man's 10 days away.
0: Well, yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I can't let this pass, but we've just had a delivery from Santa Claus or the underground Santa Claus.
1: Well, mine, I was a bit confused because the receptionist come in and said you've received a card, and where did the envelope go? It was from the Poodle Association of Miners Rest or something. <laughs> and then... Uh, I said, oh, you got another card? She goes, yeah, he dropped one off for Mark as well. At that point, I knew exactly who it was. But I'm, I'm really happy to get my um, Mickey Mouse card. Yeah.
0: Well, you're happy because i got a Minnie Mouse card. But yeah. I think if you look carefully, yours is I Minnie think, as yeah, well. Yeah, I think I've got a one. I just on think top. you should have gone. Uh, you've gone a bit early, mate. You've got it, But I actually like the way that mine's addressed, to Mark, big last name.
1: Yes, yes. So uh, thank you, Jeff. Very Jeff much, and the cool. boys,
0: we really do appreciate the love. It's
1: fantastic. It is nice to get a card, isn't it?
0: It is. It's one of the old-fashioned things. Yeah. You know, and, and I suppose we're going to talk about some old-fashioned real estate today too. Are we? Well, remember we were saying that it's really interesting at the moment with a hot market and, and there are some people that like to do things a bit differently and do... Off-market selling or off-market leasing.
1: Yes, so we thought we might talk about what is an off-market transaction, what's good about it, what's bad about it.
0: And whether you would do them in a hot market or a slow market, and whether that would suit a bit better. Because the market, by all intents and purposes at the moment, is pretty hot.
1: Mark, I've been around, not as long as you, but uh, clicked over nine years, and it would be the strongest market that I've seen.
0: Yeah, look, it's the same with the rental market. So it's it's strong as well. We're, we're currently, Ballarat's officially at the last survey, 1.5% vacancy. So for those who aren't aware of what that means, it means for every 100 properties that are available, there's one and a half that's available for rent. So clearly on the side of the investor at the moment. Um, and there's some pretty desperate people looking for properties. But our office Tim, you'll be uh, happy to know we're actually under 1%. So we're running at about 0.8%. So we don't even have one property available for every 100. So it's across the board. It's both sales and rentals. It's a great time to be in real estate.
1: Mm, Yeah, well, it is a bit tricky if you're trying to buy or lease a property though, isn't it?
0: I think you've got to move pretty quickly for either of them. If If you're there sitting there with something to either lease or to sell, as long as you're not greedy, it's going to happen. Yeah. There's no doubt about that if you're somewhere near the market point. But if you're where in the past you might have pondered, do I really want to put an offer in? Do I really want to apply for that property um, on both examples? I suggest you make your mind up quickly.
1: As the saying goes, Mark, in real estate, you snooze, you lose.
0: That is very much that stage. I mean, we'll go into a little bit of a a sleepy time in between Christmas and New Year's, but that doesn't last long, Tim. Does it really? About eight days, that's about it.
1: Yeah, there's there's still plenty of properties transact. There's probably not many that will come on the market in that in-between week when no one knows what day of the week it is. Um, But... Yeah, outside of that, there'll still be plenty of buyers around. I would yeah, think. Yeah, and
0: people when they're relaxed, it's amazing they're enjoying. some when you're on holidays, because you are allowed on holidays again finally, that's a great thing. And then they they start looking on the net and they start looking in the paper and they go, "Watch, oh, you know, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind. That's real estate's pretty good here. We might just move." Yeah, and it, and it happens. So so it happens there's a the lot time. of things about. Um, If you, even if you know it's not going to be sold in that break or rent, at least in that break, to at least get it there for people to see, is not a bad move as well either.
1: Yeah, so that sort of probably leads nicely into off market, Mark. So it certainly does, mm. you
0: know, and you know, so for the uninitiated out there, and I suppose there is a few, off market. Oh, you often scratch your head, I think, if you're not sure what it means. Because how can yeah. something be sold if it's not on the market? Yeah.
1: So basically off-market, I think in America they call it a pocket listing because, you know, it's a listing <laughs> in your pocket. Which the Americans are crazy. I don't really like no, that no expression. No disrespect but to any Americans. <laughs> no, we love you all. We love we you all. <laughs> we need every listing we, know that we can know you're
0: escaping get. at the moment. We understand mm-hmm. that. That's
1: fine. So basically an off-market listing, Mark, is I go out and meet some people and they go, Oh, look, Tim, we would sell if you had a buyer essentially I go okay well maybe we could do an off-market transaction so that is I will bring some people through who I think I might suit potentially I might email it out to my database maybe but generally just buyers I'm working with I will show them through if they like it submit an offer and the property sells off-market it never goes on the real estate portals the main portals that's maybe the best way to put this no board out the front doesn't go on the major portals no open homes, those sorts of things. It just sells off market.
0: So I suppose there's a couple of things that are logical in, in extension to that is mm. that, okay, one of the things we love as a real estate agent is competition. Yes. So uh, the obvious negative is that you don't necessarily have the competition to drive the price up. However, you uh, when you're not sure about and you're not really wanting to go through it, there's also not the cost. Because a lot of the factors that we would have in normal marketing disappear.
1: Yes, you might save some on marketing. So the discussion I always have with vendors, Mark, is basically, okay, what's the downside of off-market? So if we don't go to the market, you're correct, we might save a couple of thousand dollars. And I did two off-market deals last month. I'm not a massive fan of them, but I still do them. The risk is when you sell something off-market, you can never be 100% certain that you got the absolute best price for the property. Because you haven't tested the market. You haven't tested the market. And there's so many cases where we put a property to the market and we get more than we think. Now, the counter to that is, if you get a price that you're happy with and you don't have to go through the hassles of going on the market, having heaps of people through, advertising, Not letting everybody
0: know your own business, is that sometimes a beneficial thing where Um, people don't want to know that they're actually doing it?
1: I think that's one of the main reasons is people go, oh, well, if it would work without having the public profile that they've gone to market. And I mean, the flip side of that is too, though, where it can work well is if you're the buyer in that situation, you go and look through something off market. Let's say the vendor's trying to get, 20 or 30 more than potential it's worth, in inverted commas. Yes. If you're the buyer and you know that it's going to go in the market, you know, if you get competition, it's probably going to get there anyway. So a lot of the time people go, well, you know what, Tim? It's a bit more than I want to pay, but we'll do it to secure the deal." on.
0: And it's, it's less fuss for them too. Exactly. The other, the other area where I've seen it to be quite beneficial is often in projects where somebody started a project, they've got to a point where they've probably run out of money. Yep. Or they're thinking, do I really want to go to the next stage? And they're two thirds through. And it's not really going to be beneficial to necessarily advertise it. But what is it? If, do you know of anybody who's going to finish the project? Hmm. In fact, I'm dealing with one of those situations right now.
1: Yeah. And then even to where you get contacted by someone. And they might say, Tim, the house at 22 Neal Street in soldiers hill i've just made that address up but it yeah. doesn't exist. <laughs> probably is one yeah
0: that's yeah, all right like as a gentleman if you live there don't worry yeah exactly about we're, so, at, you know. we're okay <laughs> unless
1: you want to so tim i want to buy that house we might approach that owner and they go hey yeah actually we do want to sell okay well you know, these people want to buy and, and deals get done that way so within our office there's a fair few properties each month that sell that the general public would have no idea about and yet one of your words, Mark, extrapolate that out across... Oh, Tim,
0: I'm impressed. Across like 15 oh, oh,
1: oh. agencies. That's a lot of properties. And that's the
0: thing. There are agents that probably do a lot of business just off-market because their whole thing is built up on little networks. Yeah. They're not really out there, and you probably don't know how they survive. They're probably some of those agents that you don't know how they survive because yeah. they're doing quite a bit that you don't see. You wouldn't
1: even know. So I've I personally sold some properties that I own off-market. And yeah, I, I said, I'm not a massive fan of it, but in that case, I've got a price I was really happy with and I went, you know what, we're going to take it. The,
0: the other interesting one, we find it a little bit in rentals as well and, we, and it's usually a bit like the one where they don't want to advertise, they don't want to board out because it's in an area where they well, they don't want to upset their neighbours because it's a particular area. I think it's harder with rentals to do that because generally the market is very immediate. And what I mean by that is that if the if the people that were available to, to rent the property last week, they're, op, they're often not available the following week. Mm. So there's a transient market to what you'd get uh, in sales where they could be considered or figuring for a long time. And also you've got the circumstance with sales. It's like, I can buy another house or another house. With a rental, you probably only live in one. So there's that little bit of a difference as well, but it, but it is possible. And sometimes with the upmarket properties a little bit, they'll say, look, I'm, I'm quite happy to lease it, but I really don't want anybody to know that I'm happy to lease it. So it does create a bit of a conundrum in trying to actually make that happen, but it has, it is often done. And that's where little groups like um you know maybe facebook groups you might quietly put it out to or something like that instead
1: yeah it's a fine line between when off market becomes on the market isn't it when you start i talk about emailing a database or put it on facebook well then is it on the market is it off market that's That's when you start
0: getting to the point well you can and, and look there's another way i suppose which what what you've actually said then becomes reality where off market Becomes on market because mm. the process has started. In the, then it, you've almost port, reached the point of no return, yeah. and the, the landlord or the vendor says, "Well, you know what? You must well go through with it. Why don't we just throw it up here and we advertise it anyway?" And there's no reason you can't do that. You can give a bit of a run before, and then and then move it on to the full-blown market. And okay. It might be that you're doing some work to it, and therefore you're not ready to have it released properly.
1: Yeah, and you'll see that happen a lot, especially at this time of year from now mark like if i owned a property i would still be suggesting to put it on the portals and on the market but there'll be a lot of people who go look we don't want to launch it properly till next year or they're doing a few little works over christmas but tim if you get someone you meet in the interim and in that case it's sort of like a, it's like a soft launch i would probably call that more than off market where if you get someone Great, but if not, we'll launch it properly next year.
0: It's interesting, Tim. Do you do you think that um, you see more of this in a hot market or more of this in a cooler market?
1: Well, it's funny. You would think that you would see more of this in a cooler market, in in a weird way. But but currently, I'm seeing a lot of it. Like I would say, you know, two in the last month. That's you know more than what I would normally do in thirty days. Yeah, so, and possibly
0: that's because the people are aware that they're not really having to sell, but they think, well, if you can, you know, I'd like just to be let known that if there's somebody that's right for my property, the market's pretty good. And if yeah. they, they give me the right offer, I might be prepared to move the property.
1: Yeah, and I think that's right. So it would make sense maybe in a cooler market to do it this way, but we're currently seeing it work really well in a hot market because buyers are prepared to look at stuff off market because they can't find what's on the market. Well, if there's heaps of stock and no buyers, i like, I don't need to look at anything off-market, Tim. There's heaps no, of No, that's right. And the other time, the other
0: one that I find that happens a little bit too, Tim, is when you've gone out there and you, you try and park your car away so that not everybody realises you're appraising a particular mm. property. Yes. And the good old neighbour finds out.
1: I had that last night. Can and you park around the back when you come? Okay, <laughs> no worries.
0: And then when the neighbour finds it, they go, look, I've got my family members wanting to move into this area forever. forever. What if we could do a deal? Yeah. Before you launch the property, can you know? Are you happy to um, have me present something to to the owner? And that's a fairly um, logical thing as well because people get attached to their own owners. It's often it's actually often my argument often when people say they don't want a board. Why not? Yeah, because the people right near you are possibly the, your best asset. Yeah.
1: I people say, oh, we don't want people to know. I go, I want everyone in the world <coughs> to know. Yeah. So I'm like most things, Mark. There's pros and cons to both and it really comes down to having a conversation with your agent, work through it, and then choose an option. Realistically
0: though, once that offer's been accepted or you found the party, everything moves along pretty similarly to whether it was on market because yep. you've still got to get a section thirty-two to have yep. a contract binding. You've still got to have a cooling off period.
1: You know it's- what you don't get to do though, Mark? What's that Tim? I had I sold a house, really excited first home buyers no soul sticker on the board because oh, there's no board. And that's not much fun, is
0: it? When you know. Especially at the start where they just look like it's really exciting. Look, you may not ever um, remember every property that you've ever purchased by guarantee you remember your first. Yeah, I agree.
1: I think most people would remember most, but yeah. So yeah, I would just say speak to your agent, work out a plan like always and go from there.
0: Yeah, and I think that what we've always said too is get some advisement. You know, talk yeah. to your... Talk to your uh, legal people as well about what it really means to you. I have, I've, you know, whether or not that you've held it, whether there's capital gains that are included. So you still really need to do your due diligence as what as the same as what you would have done whether you're actually it off to the open market. The big difference is, I suppose, the fact that um, things are just a bit quiet at the start and, and that suits some people, all different personalities
1: out there. I would agree, Mark. Now, Christmas. What's our office doing? We're around? We have to work all well, the way through, do we?
0: Well, we've just decided... and look, this I think the thing for people to know is if there is something that's urgent, it's always going to be dealt with. There's always people around. I think that's the most important thing. And we will have a few um, phone lines of, that will take you to those people. Yeah. But we are going to have a little bit of a close-down tip. We right. are okay. going to have a, a, a group time where we're just going to recharge. And I think... After 2020 was a pretty interesting year. I think we'll be happy to do it. So we're going to close. We, we'll be here on New Year's Eve. Sorry, Christmas Eve. Yep. And then we'll be back on the 4th of January. Okay.
1: Yeah. But for anyone who needs something, we're, we're certainly accessible. Rentals and sales. Like I know the sales team, anyone wants to look at a property, we'll be able to show them through. Um, not on the 25th, but or the 1st probably, but outside of that, we should be able to get you through if you're a legitimate buyer and, and need to get through something. So. Yeah, sometimes
0: it's just the fact too that the people who have either got their property up for for uh, sale or even if they're sitting in, they don't really they don't want to have a quiet time. Yeah, themselves. exactly. So sometimes it's to do with them. But the same thing is we don't want any of our landlords or tenants to think that they're not going to be dealt with over no. that period of time. So, so we stagger, yeah, so
1: we stagger, obviously, Having people off, so you know, sort of we'll run through to January's. You know, that people probably the end of January that some people will take the whole day later, other people earlier, but everyone needs a break. But we're we're available for, for when we need to be
0: absolutely, Tim, and no suit or tie.
1: No, board shorts and thongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, will
0: join. And uh, for any of you out there who are you know, uh, shadowing a Santa this year, I hope that you get lived good things yes. for both you and the reindeer and yes. um, look after it. And I hope that everybody has a great time. And look, i tell you what, um, you know, we, we're going to make this one a pretty short one, Tim. What do you think? Unless you've got yep. something else you want to say?
1: No, other than, yeah, wish everyone had... Christmas and most importantly stay safe holiday period that's a that's a key thing
0: absolutely salutations and celebrations to all of you out there yeah um thanks for listening to the drawling tones of uh (laughs) the great tall man Tim Menz and the short squat one of Mark uh as this card rightfully says
1: big last name big last name I like it and uh everyone's got some you know Hopefully, a little bit of time off at least. So they should be able to think of some questions for next year.
0: Well, that's what we look for. We'd like to make this uh, a little bit of an exciting podcast from time to time. Mm-hmm. And we don't mind going out on a limb and uh, No, we'll talk about it.
1: Things. It doesn't have to be about real estate, does no. it, Mark? Just it doesn't at all. We'll we'll cover we cover most sports. <laughs> We're always trying
0: to come make to have some sort of event you, of it. But you, can handle,
1: I mean. you can handle the philosophy questions. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be fine.
0: And if you want any knowledge of how to stay thin and run a lot then tim's your man oh not
1: say. me i'm injured but anyway you that's don't another you story yourself again Tim. yeah I am well, i'm injured. sorry
0: to bring up a nasty thing on christmas i'm out, christmas. out
1: of action so you won't see me uh running god tried the pool swimming did no, you no good at it but i'll keep going
0: yeah no i'm pleased the big amounts of is too much for me yeah. showers enough well, yep. All right, well, well, I hope you all stay healthy and safe and um, well done everybody out there for making it through what's been a very very interesting year but if it was like us we've come out the other end of the year we've looked back and we thought it's been a good year
1: I agree and we'll see everyone in 2021 look forward to it, thanks so much Tim bye